Hey everyone, it's those good old-fashioned values, and we're finally sending off South Park. And we are doing that with the top 20 best South Park episodes. I gotta say, making this list was really easy because there's a fuckload of good South Park episodes, and it I'm surprised like our lists, you know, near the top there were some yeah. similarities, but like they were really, really I'm glad. different. I mean, we we should also Again, you listen, if you listen to the last episode, you already got this context, but we are bad at this when we've just finished watching a show. For a show that we want, we finished watching like three months ago and we've been doing for the better part of a year, there's no way we're going to actually remember what we think feel about all these episodes. There's like fucking yeah. 500 of them or whatever. Yeah. So just take, take what we say with a grain of salt except for like the ones towards the top. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like I, this was this was a very there was a we had a a six way tie at one point. Yeah, there yeah. was a six way tie. I would and... love to be a six way tie. <laughs> and there were, I think, like forty five different episodes that yeah. made our list total. So, like, Damn, yeah, there, there's we a lot that's not making it. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot. There was so a lot of stuff. If your favorite episode like... isn't on here, just I mean, stop listening to the show. I guess just go yeah. jump into a bog or a swamp of some kind. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some some pretty high up on the list uh, picks did not make the cut. So, yeah. oh man, it, it was it's a really diverse amount of uh, episodes, and I'm excited to talk about them because the show had some good shit. So, yeah. start with number twenty. Number twenty, Ty, you strong armed this one onto the bottom of the list. Did it's I? Eek a penis. Oh yeah, the Mrs. Garrison stuff sucks, but the. I think the Cartman working at an underprivileged school is one of the best storylines they've ever done. I, I think it is yes. fucking outstanding. The how do I reach these kids? It's such an instant classic. Then the and the whole like the whole joke of like yeah, he's just teaching them how to cheat because that's all like white people do to succeed. That's great. It's just one of the best things I've ever put. And the fact that it's saddled with haha, wouldn't it be funny if a mouse had a penis on it? Is kind of just like. The medicine yeah. you got to take before you eat your dessert, you know? Yeah. There were a lot of episodes that made it, especially in the back half of my 20 episode list that are like, man, th this B plot's one of the best they've ever done. But this yeah. fucking A plot is dope yeah. shit. That's, yeah. that's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's it's a really weak A plot. But like, again, the stuff, the the stand and deliver parody is so Perfect. fucking yeah. funny. One of the, the funniest thing they've ever, well, not the, the funniest, but one of the funniest things they've ever done. I, yeah. I feel I don't feel like punishing an episode for like or punishing like a very good joke and storyline for like the kind of shitty one that it got welded to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's also worth pointing out that as far as Miss Garrison stuff goes, this is like the least bad. Yeah, you yeah. can do worse. Yeah, 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 you can do a whole lot worse. So because it's, it's not even like it's not commenting on anything. It's just literally like, damn, wouldn't it be funny if there was like a penis running around town? Like that's yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and that would be funny. It would, would be, be fucking funny, funny in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine okay. if it was just like a little penis skittering around, and you were like, "Yo, what's up? <laughs> oh, is that a, is that a goddamn penis? Yeah, what the fuck? What the hell? Yeah. What if it what was the like? Fuck? 
Find your penis. Well, okay, you know what? Find your penis for five dollars. There was a. There was. A, it would be a really funny. It would it's be like a, funny a dowsing situation. rod. It's like a penising rod where it's like you you hold the stick and it like starts vibrating when you get close to a penis. Well, that was that was a Family Guy reference, but yes, oh, you got the. Uh, okay. You got the penis running you. around town, and like everyone is just arguing whether or not it's big or small. Like yeah. it's like five oh, yeah, inches, yeah. and you just have like you just have like photos of it, and everyone is just like trying to like make cases. Like, no, this ain't this no, is a bad like, angle. This is a bad yeah, fucking angle. No, it's angle. actually it's a, mostly the lighting. Actually, uh, yeah. it's mostly the light. uh, if it was if it was against like an actual body, it would you would you'd be able to see the proportion a lot better. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you have to press it down a little bit to get the full <laughs> size. <laughs> Uh, no, but oh yeah, Ika Penis, good episode. Number 19, uh, this one's from me, it's Le Petit Tourette. Um, this is the one this is a good one. I kind of regret not putting it on my list. This um, is the one where Cartman gets Tourette syndrome and abuses it to its fullest power. This is, this is an iconic one. I feel like... It's, it's iconic, it just, like, it's one of their meanest fucking ideas but they pull it off so well it's in such bad taste but they they're so so good at milking this one joke for everything it's worth i forget which one came first uh but i think the special olympics episode is a bit better of a Mm. of an equivalent of this but this one's still very solid let's see Uh, yeah um I, I yeah. thought this was really cool to people with Tourette's. I don't I don't support that kind of content. Yeah, no. How dare you make, make joke about <laughs> yeah, that? No, you thought it was cool to pedophiles. I, this it is it the can, Chris Hansen it can, shit. It can be two things. Um, yeah. No, I, the, the bit of like, I, I like episodes, and I think that a lot of the time, in except for maybe in recent seasons, like they do their best work with Cartman where he is doing something really evil and then he gets brought low. And I think this is one of the better examples of it where it's like, he's like, Oh, I'm gonna do this horrible thing. I'm gonna like basically mock people with Tourette's so I can yell like cunt in class and then he and then bring him like, oh, he's going to straight up embarrass himself on live television is like a good, I think, comeuppance to give to I also that. think yeah. all of the Chris Hansen stuff kind of works. Yeah. Uh, like it's a pretty good like yeah. uh, not all okay, maybe not all of it, but at least the scene. The scene where he's talking to Cartman. And like threatening him, like, oh yeah, but especially the scene where the pedophiles just kill themselves when they yeah, see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they're, they're, they were really, really mad about that one episode of To Catch a Predator for some yeah. reason. <laughs> this is the one thing they got really pissed at that year. So, you know, it, this I don't know. This is a great one. Uh, just Cartman, just like just soaking in the glory of being able to curse in class is just so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, To Catch a Predator does suck. Though. Oh you yeah, know what they uh, we went over this. that show. You know, yeah, what we went about this. that show. We like what? to catch a predator, but we like uh, the Constitution more, according to Matt Stone, which is such a fucking so Matt Stone thing. That's the. Worst and you know what's way. even gayer? What? It's kind of right. Like not the Constitution specifically, but just like the idea no, of, but like, it is human entrapped. rights above like this fucking like. Yeah, entrapping people into making like this fucking faux faux Gonzo television of just like, damn, look at these fucking weirdos getting their lives ruined. It's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Most of the evidence for that show cannot be used in court. No, because they fucking filmed it for like fucking NBC or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, it's unbelievably bad. It's it's a terrible TV show. But these guys love their fucking reality TV. It's the only thing they care about. (laughs) Okay. Number 18, this one was another Thai special. It was uh, yes. two guys naked in a hot tub. Oh, this is an early one. I just remember yeah. really liking this. I thought this yeah, was like no. the first time where the show really, really worked. 
This yeah. is like season one or two, right? Three. I think it was season three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was during no. the meteor shower and. Yeah, I, yeah. This, I mean, this is just great just for the ending where they have like a little gay romance with each other. And at the end, they admit they jerked off on the hot tub together. And then every single guy in the room is like, like, oh, yeah, I've yeah, done yeah that we've done that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's, it's also, I think, the first real standout Randy episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can definitely see that. It's a very important part of the show because it's like before this, they were he was just like the dad. But this is the first time they really get into the sense of yeah. he's a guy who takes things too far, which is, you know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah no and again like the little you know gerald being like the overeager gay guy in the relationship and then randy being like bashful and shy i don't it's it's, so, it's such a perfect yeah did it like feel like ring home for you a lot or yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it did it's all yeah, yeah. yeah no but uh, it... no it's and the and the plot with the kids is fine it's nothing special but i i just remember it, it this was memorable just because it was the first time like going through the show where i was like Oh, they. This is where you can tell there's something here, you know. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a sol- it's a really solid early episode. Honestly, the whole like meteor shower arc could have been in this place since there's like the cat orgy episode's really funny too. Oh, what is that? I, I put that one. I on forget my that list. one. Yeah, no, it's the one where Cartman's always singing "Wild Wild West." Well, okay, I didn't oh. put that one on my list because of that. I put it because it was the one where uh, Stan's sister dates like the twenty three year old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's also that's very, great. That's funny too. Yeah. Yep. Though again, whole meteor shower thing could be on this uh, on this section, but uh, two naked guys in a hot tub is a good standout. So yeah, that's why sure. it's number eighteen. Number seventeen, of course. Uh, yeah, this was Andy only, but yeah. <laughs> uh, make love, not Warcraft. <sighs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Just because of how like, like I definitely could have put this lower, but I was I'm kind of surprised that I'm the only one. Just because I feel like this is one I, of the South Park episodes. I consider that, but if we're being a hundred percent, the fact that it is one of the quote unquote South Park episodes, like it, it I just didn't care for it that much. It was no, that's yeah. fair. I I think like I appreciate it for just how like consistently it it goes for what it's doing like it like something that i think i did not expect coming out of south park watching it for the first time is that while obviously there are bad episodes involving the subject it's probably the piece of pop culture over the past like 20 to 30 years that has best best like handled and addressed video games on any level uh which i did not expect that I, i could maybe argue the um yeah no no you know what you're right you're right it's and I, I think it is the best that they have done with like going really hard on the pain of, of like something that they are maybe not personally invested in. Like because you see like how that that maybe not the best they've done, but I think it is a good example of it. Like you see how that fails later where they're you know, the one I hate where it's like, damn, my isn't Minecraft wacky or you know, like yeah. the shit they're doing like the later seasons where they're like trying to pander to kids or whatever. I think this was like the good balance there, even if I'm not yeah. super yes. fond of the episode. Yeah. Yes. Also, since uh, we don't have that much to say about it, uh, yeah. On in, uh, uh, since we recorded, uh, I believe the season seven episode with this in it, like six more Activision Blizzard sexual harassment lawsuits have come out. So that's why yeah. you like this episode, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's obviously, it's because it's helping. It's because it's helping put money in those people's I, I, pockets. Look, yeah. Yeah. Pretty I, cool, look, Andy. There are a lot of bad episode MMO episodes of TV. All the signs so were there, sh- Ty. Sh- sh- All the signs were there. That 5,000 Fingers of Dr. T episode, Andy was saying some suspect things. He's really going mask off now. 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird though, because like of all the people we have ever had on the show, I think Andy's probably the least likely to sexually assault someone. Just because like that would involve like having sexual contact with someone. Jeez, okay, that <laughs> tapping out, tapping out to me. <laughs> tapping out. No, Thanks, we're, gonna, we're we're gonna get you some pussy, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah. I hope um, so. All right, so for number sixteen, uh I have like a I have like a point system for how we like rank these episodes and we had a six-way tie here, uh-huh. so we had to do essentially another round, basically for all of these. And uh, I was wondering you know, if if any if some of them got cut off. So it's good to know that none of no, them. No, all did. six made it in. All six made okay. it. Okay. So number sixteen, the uh, the lowest seventeen pointer on this list is the city part of town. Andy, you fucking loved this one. I put this at number four on my list. <sighs> yeah. This is one. This is the best like episode of South Park from the 2010s. I fucking love this episode. I like again. It's not, but everything about it just kind of like the gentrification commentary. I think is pretty smart. Uh, I like it's probably the best like city walk humor they've they've gotten done. The 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 Soto Sopa stuff is great. I love all of the Whole Foods jokes. I think like the stuff with Kenny and like is is kind of works on an emotional level to some extent. Like it's just a really tight, well constructed episode of South Park that like I really liked watching. Like because hmm. I'd come and I think part of it was because the the season I remember hating the first two episodes of it. And when I got to this episode, I'm like, oh shit, this is. But even like on its own, I really like this episode of South Park. I think it's I think every time they went Let's go Chayo Raber fucking laughed like a yeah. You person. heard it here first from Andy. Yeah. God, yeah. Andy, that wasn't really, even a quote Andy's, from the episode. Andy's like gunning to get canceled today. It's yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Look, I am, I know. It yeah. Hmm. What if no. what if what if like later in this episode I just like revealed I was like, yeah, I've actually been playing a lot of like Earthworm Gym. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm actually planning on going to Culver's later. It's. Yeah. Uh, Oh God, no! But yeah, Andy, it is a good. We just like switch spots. Yeah. yeah. It's not my number four episode of the series, but no, no, I understand that. It's solid. Yeah. It's the the gentrification, like the ad joke, is funny enough, but it's really like I don't know. Maybe I'm not remembering the episode well enough, but to me, that kind of felt like the only joke the episode had, and it just. I don't think that's strong enough to build like an all-timer episode. I, I I remember like it just like it's not the most creative, but it is I think just one of the ty- like the so like the, every time that like when they did the fake shitty Soto Sopa commercial that was great. I also really love <laughs> oh, the conversation. Oh, you know, you're right. That was very funny. God damn it. Yeah. I also like the the conversation with Randy trying to get the Whole Foods representative to come. Where it's you know arts and Re- arts and entertainment center. We have an arts and entertainment. You know, it's just. I don't know. Yeah. I really like this episode. Yeah. Yes, you do. And yeah. it's the sole reason why it's the number 16 episode on uh, this you list. You know what? I, I, I've been swayed. I, I'm i sorry I did not put this on my list because there were a lot. There were moments in this that I found very funny. Okay. Um, look, Andy, it's a good episode. I'm not going to lie to you. It's definitely one of the best late style South Park episodes. But yeah, yeah it's uh, again, you put it very high, but I, I respect the uh, oddball pick. I, part of, of it was also because I wanted to guarantee it made it on the list. Okay. Um, or on the episode. So, speaking of late South Park, number 15 is Time to Get Cereal slash Nobody Got Cereal, the two-parter. Yeah. This one was also a me. This was also no, a me. No. Ty voted for it, too. 
Well, I put in I put in number fifteen. So if you yeah. put it a lot higher, then it probably was you a bit. But no, I I thought this was like me. I, I mean, it definitely funny. Like it had the you know bit at the end where they were like, nope, no one's learning anything from this, which was like a, a very good capper to that. But also, I think it is just like maybe not important, but at least like interesting within the history of the show because it's it's really one of the first times they've done like a mea culpa like within yeah. the show itself. Yeah, it, it you know like. You can argue how much Matt and Trey are actually artists, but it takes a lot out of like a creative person to be able to go this hard on a mea culpa and be like, yeah, yeah, that's a great episode too. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like I, I did love the part where they like try and hedge a little bit in the episodes. Like, well, there was a lot of misinformation at the time, and they just Al Gore's just like, I'm sorry, do you want my help or not? Like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they yeah. just let him keep scoring dunks on them. They, I don't know. No, they, it's gross. They, Exactly. They were they were not too precious to have, like try to give themselves an out. And a lot of the time you see that. And like, yeah. like people are just like they're trying to preserve their ego. And I, it's impressive that like in this one instance, they were able to like let the ego go and like make, use that as a springboard to humor. Yes. You know? No, I, I, I definitely agree. And this is, again, one of their best later episodes just because, you know, it it. It, it it shows growth. Like, you know, it's the kind of opposite of the Tegrity Farm shit, which is, that's just them, like... Just stagnating. Relying yeah. on... Yeah, stagnating yeah. and relying on all yeah. their old bullshit. This is them, like, trying to, you know, change and be better people. And it's... Yeah, that... And we, we on the show are very uh, insistent that our favorite type of comedy is when people are trying to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny that, like, of all the people who you'd expect to not only have, like, a mea culpa turn, but make a really good episode out of it, Matt and Trey, not very high on that list. No. I mean, and that's why it was kind of surprising is because, like, you can imagine so many instances where they would never do this. And the fact that they did is, like, I guess maybe it's just that you're not, you know, fucking, like, the young kind of firebrands or whatever. But, like, genuinely, like, they do not have the kind of personality that lets them, like, be like, hey... We got it wrong, haha. Ha. You know, like they're they're kind of hard headed. So this is yeah. it was like an interesting thing to see them like take a shot at that. Also, yeah. it, you know, it's one of I think their best uses of graphic violence is just Vampire Pig casually like just killing everyone and just calm casual conversations surrounding it. Yeah, it's, re it's really well shot, like directed as an episode of South Park. No, I 100% I agree. Number 14 is The Losing Edge. This one's one of my all-time favorites. Which one is this? This is the baseball one where oh. they try and lose. Yeah, this one's good. I don't remember this one very well, so I'll let you yeah. just talk about it. I mean, I, it's just really straightforward. They love their sports movie parodies, but they just go all in on this one. And they mix it with the fact that when you're a kid playing sports... Sucks. sucks so bad it's like i don't care if you like liked football in high school or whatever there's a difference between being like a high school varsity football player and being like a fat 10 year old who's being forced to play soccer because your parents think that you've got like yeah any talent. no it's it's a miserable thing <laughs> can, so I, I, miserable. can i tell a funny story what? sure when i was probably seven or eight i would i would guess uh i was i was you know my parents were like oh you're gonna play soccer um, and yeah. so I was, you know, I'm at this shitty like little league soccer game or whatever, <laughs> and and I spent 
no lie, probably a solid 75% of my time in that soccer league, just pretending to solve mysteries with another kid, like just not even on the field at all, just like wandering away, just like, we're going to pretend to be Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and then literally like- You like, had more fun than most of those kids. Yeah, oh, yeah 100%. And, but they like kept trying to get me back there and I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I just want to solve mysteries. And at the end of the season, like, you don't have to do this again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this, I, the, we we experimented. This did not work at all. <laughs> yeah, I I last I lost I yeah. lasted two seasons on the kickers team in my state. It, it was horrible. I, yes, I, again, I I also forgot for this episode they also brought back Kyle cousin Kyle. Who, oh yes, cousin Kyle is one, one of, of the best characters they've ever come up with. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, because it's just really straight up anti-Semitic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's it's viciously yeah. anti-Semitic, and it's really yeah, yeah. Funny. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. No, being anti-Semitic is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're Jewish, if you're Jewish, like um, like one half of the team of Matt and Trey are. No, it's just, it gets that feeling of being a kid and being stuck in the shitty stuff that only your parents care about. And then it mixes it with the sports movie parody, like the montage of you're the best around playing while they're trying to strike out and failing. So good. And then you've got Randy, just drunken, belligerent asshole, you know, the B-plot with him. I don't know. It's all just perfect. It's all very, very low stakes, but it's just a it's just a perfect little South Park episode for me. Yeah, yeah no, I get that. I, I do not have strong opinions on it either way. Well, there it is. So, number 14, The Losing Edge. Number 13, with apologies to Jesse Jackson. I am surprised this did not get more play. Uh, me and Andy both had it on like the lower ends of our list. I, you um, know what? I, I am reading my list now. I actually had it lower than I thought to, but this is, I think maybe the biggest swing South Park ever took. Oh my God. And it's, you gotta yeah. respect it. Yeah, no. You have to respect it. It's insane. They pulled this off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's this- just, just coming in like not even they didn't even cushion it just coming in with the n-word and then building out an entire episode from dealing with the fallout of that like i I'm, i think that was by the point that they were like relatively like cancel proof like i don't think they were gonna yeah, get taken off the left. air for that but the fact that they even went for it in any situation even with that kind of safety net is crazy it's absurd and they yeah. nailed it and they, they nail did. it it's such a good episode yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I think even the like NAACP said it was a good episode. Yeah. Like, it's, that it, it's, they were going fucking Roger Ebert mode for this episode. And, <laughs> and also like, you know, you can quibble with like their, their characterization of the Reverend Jesse Jackson, but from the angle they take at it, true or not, it is a very fucking funny characterization of just like the... <laughs> He's just, like, saying that he's, like, the emperor of all black people or whatever, which is not, like, f- fair to him, I think. But it's, it is, like, goddamn, you are just swinging all over the place, you know? Yeah. You are, like, you are, there are, like, multiple parts of this episode that could have burned their reputation to the ground, it feels like. Oh, yeah. No, but this is, this is a fucking swing for the fences. Uh, didn't yeah, make no. super high on my list, but did make my list. No, um, no, it, it- in terms of like top ten like ballsiest South Park episodes of all time, it would be number one. It's, I should have put this higher. Yeah, it's it's. it's as crazy. I say this, I realize it should have been higher. But should it, yeah, I? It's... Should I retell the story of the first time I saw this episode? 
Yeah, go ahead. Because I think ahead. I told it in the in the uh, what is it season eleven episode, but we've we've got a lot of new people since then. So I was probably because yeah, this came out in like what like two thousand seven, and I saw this pretty recently after it came out. So I was probably like nine years old, um, and we were at like a house party for one of my mom's friends, and it's one of those house parties where it's like it is for someone who you've never met before, but like your parents couldn't find a babysitter or whatever. So you like kind of had to come and you're like, you don't know what the hell's going on. You, you no clue. What is the deal with this party? Just like, I've never met any of these people before in my life. It's a whole new house in like a neighborhood, you know, like an hour out of town or whatever. So I, I'm lost. I have no clue what the fuck is happening. And so I, um, I just like find my way up to like a bedroom where it's like, just, and I get molested, you know, uh, but, <laughs> No, I find my way up to like this bedroom, like living room or whatever, where it's like people are watching TV and the beginning of this episode is on. And, you know, it's it's the Wheel of Fortune thing where it's like, oh, you got N, you got a blank space, you got G-G-E-R. And it's like, this is someone who you don't like or whatever. And, um, and he, I, you know, I'm just rehashing the beginning of this episode. But then, you know, he's like, it's supposed to be nagger, like someone who nags. And he says... Uh, he put, you know, Randy puts I in, everyone gets all mad. And they're laughing their asses off because it's like two, like, probably like 38-year-old men just like, you know, obviously, you know, wearing like baseball caps and like ill-fitting t-shirts and shorts or whatever. Like the type of guy who watches South Park in 2008, you know? And I'm just, and I'm laughing along with them because in my head, I'm like, obviously it's Nagger. That's like the only word that would have fit there. Look at this fucking jamoke who can't even spell words right. And I'm like, this is a great joke. This is a very funny joke. And I'm, we're just laughing along at this. And then I'm like, something clicks in my head and I'm like, wait, is, is the word that he said, is that like an actual word? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, is, is the joke that it's like a bad word? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Is it like a really bad word? And they're like, mm-hmm. And I just immediately start bawling because I was like, laughing my ass off to it. Because <laughs> I was laughing my ass off to this cartoon guy who said a really bad word. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good story. That's a perfect story. Oh, uh, no. That's a, is, was that your first time ever seeing South Park? That, that might have been the first time I ever saw South Park. Yeah, perfect. I was like eight or nine years old or whatever. What, yeah. When I was a uh, when I was like nine years old, my parents were convinced that like Family Guy was like the the worst show on t- like the most evil show on TV, and uh, like you know I was watching TV with this kid and he was like channel flipping and then they flipped to Family Guy and the Cool Whip joke came off and you know the Cool Whip joke the Cool Whip and you know the the but the button on that joke is. There's hair in the pie. And then, um, what is it? Meg spits it out. Yeah, yeah. And um, I repeated the joke to my parents. And my my parents, like, rather than just said, like, it's funny, they were like, it was probably pubic hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And you don't know what that is either because you're a fucking kid. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did know what that was by that point. Oh, because you got molested. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is. Oh. It oh, is God, great to, to look back as an autistic child and be like, damn, my parents are kind of autistic too. Yeah. No, they were just thought, they thought like, they just like were, you know, liberal parents in the 2000s who heard Family Guy was like the most evil show ever made. Um, But yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Number, uh, boy, what? Come on. We just got off Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Number 12, Guitar Queero. This one's one of your favorites, Ty. It was just a really great episode. Just like, 
pitch perfect parody all the way through. The the little bit of like the video game of chasing the dragon, one of the funniest jokes they've ever made. And then yeah. all of that, you know, all of like the walk hard style musical biopic parody stuff for that one perfect punchline where it's like, you got a million points in Guitar Hero, fag. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Just, the, the, just an incredible feat of of TV creation. Yeah. The part that sticks in my head still is when um they're playing Carry On Wayward Son and then Randy just pulls out his real guitar and yeah, plays yeah. it and they're all just like, that's gay. Yeah, that <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> go away. You know, we have a plastic one. Shut up, you fucking yeah. <laughs> And he's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode was made like five years later and by hacks. Randy would play uh Wonderwall. Mm. Yeah, that well, is what a hack would come up with. You're right. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah, if, these if, guys a hack aren't were, if a hack were making this joke, that is exactly the one that they would choose. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, we know what a hack would say. Yeah. No, uh, it's, I, I'm glad I'm glad that we... Because I, I couldn't come up with what a hack would come up with in that situation. But I'm glad we have one person on the podcast who's really dialed in. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want from me? <laughs> uh, better jokes, mostly. <laughs> it's been two years now. You, I would yeah, you've had a lot. Yeah, you've had a lot of time to come up with some. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, Andy <laughs> loves to procrastinate. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, oh number. It's it's okay. I agree it's with perfect. Ty. Perfect. It's phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Again, it's like perfect little tag at the end that like really just takes it over the finish line. But it uh, might be the best piece of like musical biopic parody behind Walk Hard. Like I, yeah. I legitimately believe that. The the hero again, yeah. the heroin hero stuff with Perf- Randy amazing. is unbelievable. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Okay. It's all gonna be like tens from here yeah. on out. Like yeah. it's 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 and all just get ready nothing to hear a lot of this episode's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And no, number eleven. Yeah. Butter's bottom bitch. Yeah, I put this one pretty high on my list. I mean, it sounds like a premise that would either be transcendent or terrible, where Butters becomes a pimp, but they took it over the finish line. It's unbelievably good. It's pretty good. I like how the the thing that's great about it with the kissing art is just how, like, small it starts. How, like, innocent and, like, oh, we're doing, like, a legitimate organization here. And it just devolves into where you think it's going. And it's... Butters continuously saying, do you know what I am saying? Is so good. It's just also, beautiful. Speaking of episodes that are great in part because they drop the N-word. <laughs> yeah. Also, Holy cow, did they say the N-word quite a bit in this episode. <laughs> also, speaking of episodes with great B-plots, the, the cop, the prostitute cop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. perfect. Where he's just, he's just, just yeah. having sex with... Getting a With train on it by an entire frat oh, wait, boy. Was I? Was this the one where Butter says the word, or was I thinking the Biggie Smalls episode? Uh, oh. yeah, no, this that wasn't the one. But uh, the oh shit, okay, you you I, fucked I, I, it. I will say, like, it goes to say the quality of this episode that I didn't even like remember the B plot, which is very solid when I put it on my list. It was just yeah. like, yeah, it automatically just from the premise of Butter's organ yeah. institution. But yeah. yeah, the kissing cop stuff. The prostitute cop is fantastic. It's well, really... he just like has just like scooging out all of the cum from like getting a train run on him by an How entire arrest the guy at oh. the end too. Yeah, freeze! Yeah. You're under arrest. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's both of those jokes are just perfect. Like slow ball rolling escalations. They're just yeah. so fucking good. God yeah. damn. Okay, number ten. 
Andy, you won't be surprised that I put this like at number three on my list. It's it's the most me episode. They oh, ever but I, did. I I am gonna be surprised though. I'm yeah. gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? It's butt out. It's it's like if I made a South Park episode, like Andy said. It's about Wait, how it's all of these fat red meat eating Americans are trying to get in the way of our goddamn right to smoke cigarettes. Honestly, oh, that's right. the that's most one. noble crusade they've ever taken up. Oh yeah, and they're 100%. not even smokers themselves. Yeah, oh, they this d- one with Rob Reiner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I will be honest. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it right now. You guys are kind of gross for smoking. Just gonna say it. Fuck not you. judging for it. You guys are like judged horribly for our society, but I think it's gross. No, I we're, so we're judged horribly for other reasons. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. It's. Gr- are you twelve? It's gross. Are you I afraid mean, of cooties, Andy? No, I. I'm gonna give it to that. I do think there is like a big prevalence of like. Smoking I think it smells worse than weed, like noticeably worse than weed. No, That's all. I'm no, saying. smell wise. No. no. Weed smell makes me nauseous. Honestly, weed nowadays. smell fucking sucks. I, yeah. No, I like I smell weed and I'm like, are you like 14? Yeah. It like, sounds like, like it smells like you're fucking always in a fucking nursing home. Um, that's just because people in nursing homes smoke. I, I like if they smoked weed at nursing homes, that'd be the same thing. Look, I, I part of this was I just wanted to do a dumb bit that I half believe in, but I'll, you know, okay, it's, well, whatever. I, I never I, stopped I, you from doing that. We should probably quit smoking, though. It is straight up like it's the coolest thing on earth. It's very bad oh, it, for you. Look, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's also funny just how much like unless if you're like the one guy who can do it right, how much lamer cigars are than cigarettes. Oh my oh, god! Oh, the worst. If yeah, yeah, if you're unless you are literally like built exactly like Tony Soprano. If you try smoking, it, you have a to be fifty you look years like on earth. Yeah, fifty years or older, and like Greek or something. It was yeah. Greek, uh, John. You can be you can be Greek, Italian, or any type of Middle Eastern. That's yeah. yeah. John yeah. Uh, said, uh, "If you are under the age of fifty and you smoke cigars, you have a Tom and Jerry sense of what being cool is." Yeah, and yeah I yeah. always think about that. If, if you if you are under the age of fifty and you smoke a, I I'm even going to say this: if you smoke a cig wearing anything but either a dirty white undershirt or a tracksuit. You should just start wearing a bow tie because that's the type of person you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> you look like a no. fucking loser. Yeah, no, and those things suck. Those things suck. They the reason why I like cigarettes is because they make me not want to kill myself. Yeah. They feel great when I'm drunk. It, and it's, also, it's a quick like, head rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Like, like, yeah, what if I what if I like filled my lungs with hot air for even longer what yeah i was gonna I was, about, uh, I was gonna say what about like, cigarettes that you don't get a rush from <laughs> when i'm sm- when i'm smoking a cigarette i never am thinking why don't i make a day of this you know yeah. <laughs> i love how much this tastes yeah exactly. i love how much this tastes i what if this is great what if it was a meal like <laughs> yeah this is great what if it wasn't making me high <laughs> oh god Awful. yeah no I just want all the tar. That's my number one thing. You know I also want this Same to cost thing. $20. Same thing with hookah also. Come on. Oh, I kind of like hookah. Fuck you. Hookah's, it's not something you can do regularly, but it's like, it, it, you actually do get the head rush from it and it's, it's pretty smooth. I, it, it, my, th- my thing, I, I mean, one, I just think it's kind of dorky, but my thing about hookah is also It is, is super also like, dorky. It's dorky. And also it's like, what if you had to smoke inside? Like, <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. With um. Like, if you've ever been to a place with a hookah in it, it smells. It smells worse than any other place in the. It smells oh, no. worse than like an actual sewer. We we bought me and my friends like split a, like a shitty hookah from like a vape shop, and then we sometimes smoke it like out back uh, or Ugh. like when we're by the pool, and that's it's dorky, Ugh. but 
Yeah, no, and I, I won't, I won't go to bat there, but it's better than fucking cigars, Jesus. Sure, Christ. granted. Yeah. yeah, at least you get the high from it. Uh, next episode. Also, yeah. just one more thing about Bud Out. Oh, I love that the, song. The, the the hard cut from like the Bud Out guys to them smoking cigarettes out back is like I think my favorite two seconds in the entire oh. show. Also, like really solid musical numbers, and this is this is also the the point in the show where they really started to become aware of okay the the lecture ending is a formula and and mm. start playing on it for sure number nine world war zimmerman i mean this one Perfect. also yeah they, they yeah. i forgot to put this one on my list it's um i mean this is the angriest they have ever been yeah. about anything yeah this, this and it's great because they're very angry and they're very clearly angry about this but yeah. that doesn't get in the way of it being funny. Like, the way that Cartman interacts with Token throughout the entire episode is one of the funniest, like, little bits of character interaction they've ever done. And honestly, yes. one of the only times they've made Token funny in the entire run of the show. Yes. No, the little stand your ground thing at the end is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but, like, just the at the end, like, when they shoot Cartman in blackface and then they realize it's white and they just cut to yeah, him yeah, yeah. getting fucking immediately in the electric chair perfect. it's like on the level of like Homer's enemy for just perfect endings just yeah. oh my god and this was really late in the run too so it was proved that like they still had gas in the tank when they actually could this? get off their ass season 17 god damn yeah no yeah I mean, like, if they can get off their ass, stop watching reality TV, like, they can make some fire fucking episodes. And this one is just unbelievable. Per yeah. And yeah. also, also, I think it is so fun because, like, I really do feel like that movie, despite the fact that it was it kind of sucked, was, like, really big in the cultural consciousness for some reason. I don't, I have no idea why. And I think, like picking that as the thing to jump off of is very funny because it lends it both like that. Oh yeah, that is in the news, but also like, wait, what the fuck? Why, why are we talking about this? It, I think it's like the perfect foundation for this kind of like very in incisive and incendiary joke. Cause it like, it, it, if anything, it kind of like pulls away from it. So the joke isn't too much, you know? Yeah. I, again, it's just, they, they are very rarely both right and funny. And yeah. when they, like, nail both, it's transcendent. Yeah. There was no one else doing it like them. And this one is very late in the game. It's some of the most, like, angry and vital, like, fucking commentary they've ever done. And I really can't give it yeah. enough props. The old boy still got um, it. Number eight. This one, very high on Endy and Ty's list. I was very tempted to put it on mine. It was missed by a okay. hair. It's uh, Britney's new look. Yes, yes. I mean, if we're talking about times who were really angry... Yeah, no. And this was like I, an I early was, example of that. Yeah, I was literally actually it was like season eight, but uh, I was thinking about this episode when Spencer brought up getting mad. I will say I think the the very end with like the lottery analogy and, and looking at Han Miley Cyrus, that's a little not great. But everything before that is just fantastic. I mean, the Miley stuff was pretty good because like they were kind of right. Yeah, <laughs> that's and well, true. that's the thing. It's like. Comedy doesn't have to be right, but it is a bonus when it is, you know? And yeah. and just the, again, I feel like a lot of the ones that are high up on the list are just the ones that took really big, really, like, edgy, really, like, mean swings or whatever. And and just the image, like, the first image they have of Britney just sitting in that chair with half of her head gone and everyone still just carrying on as normal. It's like, I, I think that is, like, up there with as incendiary as the show gets. Like, they were fucking yeah. pissed off. And 
rightly yeah. so, because the oh, way that 100%. we treated fucking Britney Spears is one of the most evil things this culture's ever done. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. we, like, make fun of the, you know, the kind of counter backlash to that where people was like, oh, yeah, I'm so fucking pissed about the Kardashians or whatever. But, like, yeah. paparazzi culture, especially, like, around that time, fucking was, despicable. like, feral. It's... It, it was beyond belief how terrible they were to these people who really didn't have much of a yeah. say in becoming famous. Bunch of fucking slimy nematodes trying to leech off of someone who is actually very talented and being abused by their parents. It, yeah, it's yeah. like a 19-year-old girl. by ruining their life. Like, it's yes. like, it's just one of the most despicable things you can do as a human being. Yeah, no. And yeah. this is one of those instances where they're like, honest to God fucking anger really panned out and it's one it's not one of the funniest episodes they've done but again like the just raw fucking viciousness it really cuts through and And i I, yeah i want to give it props another thing the whole episode has to be funny just like i think it earns its keep just by that one like that first shot of britney with like the top of her head gone like it is that is such a big vital image to like throw into the cultural consciousness that I think that gives it a pass even if the rest of the episode was dog shit which it's not it's fine it is one of the most iconic things in South Park for very good reasons yeah yeah it's it's a really really dark episode and a lot of their darker episodes you know you get shit like Return of Chef or whatever but like this is one where they really you know they brought it all together so again another perfect episode what can you do yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh God. Okay. Number seven, up the down steroid. Oh, this is a solid one. Perfect. Solid. Just yeah. the I just because <laughs> I think this might have been one that I I though because I remember there was one episode that I was like, oh fuck, I oh no, that wasn't honest. But this this one's fantastic. The image of Cartman just looking in the mirror with the helmet on and his hair fucked up and just screwing his face into the single most offensive representation of mental disability they could come up with. And this might be... Unbeatable. The best Cartman gets owned in the series. Yeah. Where he just fucking comes in last yeah. place because he's a fat... Because he's just a fat moron. He didn't train at all. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, no. Or, and I, um, I think and I think that that's kind of what saves the episode a lot from like the more throated accusations of like controversy that people could have thrown at, which they I mean, people are it's still a very controversial episode. But I think like that acknowledgement where it's like, yeah, no, just because these people have disabilities doesn't mean they're like very, very good at what they do. And they're probably better than you or any like anyone who like looks down on them at this thing that they're doing. Like, I, I think that helps blunt a lot of the maybe less kind parts of the episode, like all of all of the jokes about, you know, the the mentally and physically disabled that they do through. And also it's one of the more interesting turns they've given Jimmy. Like it's probably this and fish sticks or like the big and maybe funny bot or like the big Jimmy ones. And this is I think he's very good in this with the steroids yeah. thing. I'm yeah. forget about Crazy Cripples. Oh, Crazy Cripples too. I know you hate those episodes. I think they're very I like funny. Crazy Cripples. Yeah. I, I hate the uh I hate like the the Mimsy ones. Those are the ones yeah. that I don't like. I like, just I just like Nathan as a character. I, I love yeah. that. The representation of like the yeah. devious person with Down syndrome. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. Sure. Like like the evil genius the evil genius paired with like the just literally like nothing about the disease itself, but just like the actual the actual like physical representation of Down syndrome. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a very, very whatever. That's it's not on this list. I don't know why we're talking about that. I'm sorry, but yeah, no, this episode just fucking rocks. It's very good, and it it is. 
I'm not going to say surprisingly respectful of people with disabilities, but they do more than they had to to make a good episode, like in regards to how they talk about it, you know? Okay. Number six, Miss Teacher Bangs a Boy. Oh. My number oh, fuck, three. I forgot this one. God I put yeah. this one at number three on my list. And, and again, this one is one where the, the central plot is so good, you forget how good the B plot is with the dog. The, the I, Cartman as the dog, the bounty hunter. See, the dog doesn't even... I, maybe I, I have to rewatch it. I don't even remember the dog working for me that well. But The, the bear just, mace. The, the fucking bear yeah, mace. Yeah. But just so good. The, the central piece of yeah, what no. if a teacher was molesting... Like, what, what if a teacher, kindergartner. Not, not just molesting, but having like a full-on adult relationship Romantic with a five-year-old. Yeah. 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 The fucking... The, no, the part yeah. where Cartman is just like, what's the big deal with sex? You just slap her titties around, stip, stick it in her, and pee. It's oh. so good. God. <laughs> it's, oh, God. And, no, and the whole on, like, torrid love affair that she has and the Charlie Sheen defense she pulls. Yeah, when yeah, she yeah. Says, like, it, I'm just, it's beyond belief. Like, it's just a perfect episode. And it's something, like, they could really only get away with because they have, like, fucking stick figure cutouts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, have the... they should have done a live action version of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have filmed this in Thailand. It would have been a great episode of TV. Uh, no, it's again, it's just one of those episodes where like they've got like a stupidly good premise and then just like keep on building on it somehow. They go beyond perfection. Yeah. So very very funny. Yes. Number five, Andy. This is one of your favorites. Butter's very own episode. Fantastic. Fan fucking tap. One of the first really good earlier episodes. Yeah. Uh, for those that not know, this is the one where uh, Butters like fakes his own death, I believe, and, and his parents get <laughs> invited into the club with the Ramses and the and yeah, uh, OJ yeah. and what a great episode of South Park. What a fucking and again, fuck you, Matt and Trey, for for feeling guilty about this episode. You are yeah, completely fuck you. right. That, it's still one of the funniest things of all time that they had to apologize for this. Yeah, they yeah. had to apologize for the no, fucking. They did not have to. They Ramsey's. chose to apologize to this. They I mean, were like, they, we feel bad about this. Their yeah. own moral sense made them apologize for it. Yes. Yeah, for the fucking Ramsey family. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's like, I mean, the parents didn't do it. I mean, they covered it, it the, the fuck up. Yeah, I know. But like, you know, if we're yeah. talking about actual culpability, it was the brother, you know? Yeah. Put but him on no. screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm man, just nope. saying, I think if you gave the brother a second shot, like if they had another kid, he would nail it. He would, it would the, be like, it would be art the second time. This episode was also like a great moment because it was the one they were decided yeah. of like, no, we are going to like Butters, his family life. Everything about it is just horrible. And that, that has produced some of the best comedy in this show of just Butters is yeah, just, just the world's greatest punching bag. He's just perfectly sweet. He's just so kind and lovable and like naive and kind of aw shucks and just the worst shit on earth happens to him. It, yeah, you're right. It's the per, it's a great formula. Mm. And because it's it, it's very flexible also. Like you can yeah. do a lot with that and it will not yeah, be old because it doesn't have to be life ruining. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. You know, there's a lot of layers you can you can add to shitting up others. For yeah. sure. No, and this one's also a lot like Britney's new look, where it's just, again, insanely fucking dark, but they, like, take it seriously enough that they earn that. And, again, it is it helps that it's also one of the funniest ones they've done. Yeah. Just uh, the, the joke of just he was abducted by, I don't know, like a Puerto Rican guy or whatever. Yeah. There's yeah. All of, it's like, yeah, yeah, my wife was killed by some Puerto Rican yeah, guy, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh, no, it's, God, it's so good. Okay. It's a very good episode. Number four. 
Cartman joins Nambla. Yeah. Andy and I both love this one. It's, oh, yeah. I forgot this one too. It's Dang, the yeah. fucking Scooby Doo shit where they're running all through the hallways and the pedophiles are chasing them. It's so good. Cartman skyping with the pedophiles and they're just like, yeah, or yeah, it's like on AS or AOL or whatever. Yeah, yeah one of them's like, like, one of them says like, I'm eight inches long, and then Cartman's like, like, well, you're I, a midget. I've always, I've always wanted to be friends with a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're also, a yeah. What, yeah. what is it like, Martin Brando <laughs> lookalike organization or whatever it is <laughs> for the not Nambla? Like that's fantastic. Oh man. Or, yeah, like Marlon Brando in like Doctor Moreau or whatever wasn't that wasn't that the joke? Yeah. I don't know if I love this as much as you guys, but it's yeah, it's it is a funny one, and yeah. Nambla is just such a fucking funny organization already. <laughs> yeah. No. They, yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, do- documentary uh, Chicken Hawk? Since it's a documentary where they just interview Nambla guys, no, it's there's. I have one... seen um, like the old Foghorn Leghorn cartoons with the Chicken Hawk though. Oh, <laughs> those are pretty good. No, they just have yeah. like a part where like some like like sixty year old pedophiles like asking kids for directions or whatever, <sighs> and the kids are just like, yeah, you just go this way, and then they just smash cut and they it's like back to him. It's like they were flirting with me. It well, that, was unbelievable. Well, that's the best thing about Nambla guys is like like they're not even like normal pedophiles. Like they're like. Hit, like, like they're just like trying to like go on dates with kids. Yeah, they yeah. they want to like, court them. Yeah, exactly. Like they like they think that like kids have like they they literally just want to go see like movies with them. Yeah. They want to watch like art movies with kids. They yeah, truly yeah. buy into their own bullshit. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, they're not like fucking Epstein types where it's just like I love doing. Yeah, it's just rapes. like I'm just I'm a pervert and a rapist. Yeah, they're just yeah. like I'm like I'm like kind of like romantic almost. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh god, no! Very it's, funny it's, organization. It's just—it's just like we're—it's just an organization for all the nerd pedophiles. It's like gifted and talented for pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. uh, god. Okay. Number three. Um, we're gonna change courses here because we've mostly been going. This shit's so funny. This shit rocks. Um, number three is you're getting old, which is uh. Yeah, I thought all the bits about depression were super funny. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, this one is just like, it's an unbelievable to say this about South Park, but they get it. Like, it's just a solid piece of art, like, yeah, they, even outside they get of being it. a comedy. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, this is how it is sometimes. And and just the, the cut to landslide at the end, I, like, one of, the more, use of one of the more iconic things they've done in the entire run of this show. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it would have been the best way for the show to end, for sure. No, it wouldn't. I, I I used to think that in the past. I'm kind of moving away. It's just like a very yeah cheese. Like not not every cartoon has to be serious, and the best part of cartoons is not the serious parts. This is a great episode, but I think that like it's not like head and shoulders above the rest of South Park because like oh they're making like they're making work about like not just fart jokes, but they're making about serious things. It's like well the fart jokes also have like artistic merit yeah. to them also. And like the the idea of being like, oh well all the all the cartoons should end on the sad one is like uh, I mean, yeah, that I... just it just feels like you don't have, like and not you particularly, but just like that like the mindset that like a lot of people who say that stuff come from. It feels like they just like don't appreciate comedy for comedy's sake. It's weird. Mm. I don't know. Sorry, that came off. That came off as insulting. I'm not insulting you. I'm. I'm. I'm more like taking issue with like the framing in general. This. I, I would also like to point out this is the highest episode on the list that I did not put on. I forgot. I don't know if it would make my top ten. It definitely would make my list uh, <laughs> if I had remembered it. Because uh, I think it is 
like a lot of later seasons South Park, a bit more clever than it is funny. Not to say it doesn't have good jokes. Yeah. But I, I definitely get why why you appreciate this so much, Spencer, because it is it is one of the last really good swings for the fences they do. Oh, no, um, and I, I should say also, like, despite that whole thing, I think this is a fucking fantastic episode of television. And I think yeah. that, like, I think the ability of Matt and Trey to do, like, this more kind of serious, grounded look at their show is kind of amazing because, like, they are very funny and they are very good at that comedy and then, like, kind of throwing the wheel like that and still pulling off a really, really good episode of television is, like, goddamn, like, these guys are really that good, you know? yeah. No. Also, like this is one of the best episodes they've ever ever made. Like, regardless yeah. of whether or not you you know prize it be, like above the other stuff because of like you like people don't you know look at comedy as like this similarly artistically important as like drama or whatever. But like, oh. just straight up in construction, this is a very very good episode of television. Also, think you know on on a less positive note, it's funny thinking it over. I would argue Tegrity Farms, like, entire existence as a structure kind of shits all over this episode. Kind of? How, how so? I'm... Like, specifically in the sense of, like, it's it's a bit of a stretch to admit. It's not like um, how the most recent special sits on uh, the serial episodes. But it, it it's just like, well, okay, we're doing this this interesting, like, like we're kind of, like, doing a mean-spirited dig at the end of the episode. Like, oh, no. Stan is trapped in his own personal hell of eternal status quo and stuff. But then we do an epic riff on it with Randy moving out. And it's also like, like forcing it kind of like, I understand you have to try new things. And obviously like the bit of this episode, like couldn't work forever, but it just feels lame after what this episode has to say about like the structure of episodic TV in general Mm. uh, to do something like, Eh, I don't know. Uh, I won't let that shit take this one away from Oh, me. obviously. This is a really special it's a great episode, episode of TVL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number two, Casa Bonita. Honestly, oh, I could put course. this at number one. Yeah, yeah it's it's like... It's, I like how we all had the same number one and two. Basically. This was, yeah, my number I think one it was, was six for me, but it was... Our number one, the number two is getting old, the number three was Casa Bonita. Yeah. They, they, the top of our list, I feel like, often look very similar. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. again, Casa Bonita, it's the purest South Park episode that's ever been made. Like, it's just like... And it's not a big cultural critique. It's not ripped from the headline shit. It's, it's not just, a huge swing for the it's, fences. It's just a it's, very simple story about, like, taking how it feels to be a kid going to an exciting restaurant and escalating it ten times. And it's... When they lean into that stuff, that's, I feel like, some of the best stuff in the show. It's just like taking the very, like, the idiosyncrasies of being, like, a dumb kid and being, like, okay, but what if we, what if we just, like, expanded on this and we, like, took it to a place, like, a kind of whimsical, or not even whimsical, but just, like, a cartoonishly ludicrous place. Also, mm. fucking butter speaking yeah. crap to the dump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Him, him trying to, like, repopulate the earth with, like, the garbage lady. God. God, uh, it's also perfect. And Cartman at just the, the end, speed run through Casavinia. And then yeah. like the cop at the end saying, like, well, you're gonna go to juvenile hall, you've lost all your friends, it's like everything's looking shitty for you. Was it worth it, kid? And he just says, Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, perfect. Yeah. No, I mean this is just like a this is just like a g- crystallized gem of yeah. an episode. Like everything about it is perfect. It is the I don't know. It is it is also, like the South Park episode in my head to some extent. Running. Thank you to whoever on our Discord made it. I forget yes. who, their name. Yes, we did was. the Summoning Soul Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita yeah, speed yeah. run. Very funny. Yes, 
No, that was great. <laughs> well, we'll have to repost okay. that on the Twitter like once this goes up. Uh, do we want to go over honorable mentions real quick? Yeah, let's, uh, let's honorable mentions. Speed through it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ty, okay, so the highest rated one that Ty put that didn't end up making the list was uh, Imagination Land. I really liked Imag- Imagination Land. Maybe it's just like my particular like brand of autism where it's like I'm very into like metatextual like, explorations of like fantasy worlds or whatever and those kind of things just smash together but it I don't know I really liked Imagination Land the bit at the end of like if everything we imagine is real then I can do this and just making Kyle like, on, like suck on his balls perfect capper to a literally like an hour of television yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it did it a decade earlier and is better than most of the things that are trying to do, continue Lego movie and that, yeah, that yeah. sort of pop culture mashup stuff all right, the highest rated one that I picked that didn't make the list was Awesome-O. Oh, awesome is a solid one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, it's in the same vein as Casa Bonita where they just have like one idea and yeah. it's just the steady, continuous escalation. Cartman and Butters is a per- winning one winner. of the best yeah. discoveries they've dis- uh, had. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Andy's highest rated one that didn't make the cut was uh, Tweak X Craig. Or no, sorry, it was not. It was The Entity. Yes, the entity. Was the, the entity. Which one was The Entity? I forget that's that the uh, Kyle uh, Kyle's cousin Kyle. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yeah. What? Yeah, I got. I wish yeah. I remember that one because Kyle Kyle's cousin Kyle is one of the one of the best creations they've ever come up with. Just because it's straight up just rude and anti-Semitic. It's very funny. Yeah. Oh god, no. And again, we could go forever with the honorable mentions. There's 45 total episodes on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, yeah. we're already an hour. Right? We're just gonna go to the number one. Yeah. This got 60 points of out of a possible 60. Le- Every I single mean, one of us gave it our number raise, one. Yeah, I was going to say, raise your hand if you put in number one. Yeah. Yeah, everyone you did. Know what's, you already know what's coming. It's one of the best TV episodes of all time. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. it's Scott Tennerman must die. Of course. I mean, what do you even say? He makes a kid eat his own parents. And just like, the swerve from where, like the previous characterization that Carmen had. Again, it's another huge swing. Just like, we have this kid who's kind of shitty. What if he just made it someone perform cannibalism in front of radio? And, don't, and doing dumb Looney Tunes yeah. stuff for most of the episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. And it just, no. so much so much of it is about the swerve, about that little twist at the end. And they pull it off so perfectly that, like, it is, you go back and watch it, and it is astounding at how they constructed this episode. Yeah, no, yeah. I, as someone who had heard, who had known of Scott Tenenbaum in years, watched Southbrook for the first time, the, like, I am telling you, it lives up to its reputation. That has to say something. Yes, no, 100%. This is the South Park episode I always show people if, like, they've never seen South Park before. It's very funny, very crude, and then all of a sudden it just slams you in the fucking yeah. gut yeah, right yeah. at the end. And I, then... And then they made a kid cry in front of radio. If I cried in front of Radiohead, I would probably kill myself the day after. They got Radiohead to do one of the best celebrity voices in TV history. Are you going to cry, you little baby? You're, you're such a crybaby. And then just Carmen climbing on the table and just licking his cheeks. It's just so, like, it's so perfectly disgusting and, like, off-putting and disturbing. It's oh, an, an incredible. If, if this was the only episode of TV they ever made, it would still be an incredible feat. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah no. Whew. All right, that's going to do it. We can close the book on South Park. Thank God. Yeah. Woo. Woo! All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later. Oh, plugs or whatever. No. Check description if you want plugs. Bye-bye. Well, I mean, we, we only plug your thing in the description. If I plugged everyone's things in the description, it'd be so... Yeah, I, I stopped recording. Values on which we
No, I broke up with Gus because he was playing too much Dota when we were supposed to be hanging out. That is a thing he does. That's actually a very good reason, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did do that, but... This motherfucker like, loves Dota. Yeah. Imagine if I'm like, man, oh, man, I can't record today. I stayed up too late playing TF2. You would fucking kill me. You would ask... Oh, we would. We would kill you. Yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, wait a minute. Spencer had to break up with Gus because he's like, I can't be with a man whose penis keeps getting stolen by birds and gremlins. <laughs> Are you we did, we, we did, we said, we told him like yeah, 12 yeah. times that we stole his penis. Like, yeah, we, like yeah. every single time he took Sorry. a drink, we're like, hey, Gus, we stole your hey, penis. Hey, Gus, got your penis. Got your penis. You did the, we like, put, you did we the did thumb in between. You did the thumb Yeah, we did the, the thumb in between yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like me, yeah, and, yeah. me and Vivian both had the thumb <laughs> in between our fingers and we're like, we got your penis, Gus. How did that even start? I don't remember. I honestly I don't know. It was in the it was in the group chat. Yeah, I remember like, that. I don't remember the origin, but it was definitely in Gus chat for sure. Yeah, but now we we were all we were on the we're stealing Gus's penis train. It's such a good bit because he gets. We, I mean, he's playing it up obviously, but he does get so annoyed by. It. We we did go. Uh, we went bowling and um. Yeah. Gus he started, got his penis stuck in the in the yeah, hole, yeah, hole in the bowling ball stuck. and he rolled it down the, the ball didn't come he rolled back. down the alley and just kind of and just kind of thumped the ball like the ball was rolling weird because it well, was a little penis in the hole. Yeah, yeah. There was a funny dynamic because Olivia started out like playing unbelievably terribly. Like she like I think she bowled like an eight her first game or something. Mm. She threw a ball into the wrong lane. Like, and then <laughs> Vivian Vivian like was like coaching her and by the end she got like a strike. So Gus started out pretty strong and then by like round three he was bowling like straight gutters. Yeah. It was it was a oh, very you don't, fun. With, you don't play with bumpers? No. I I respect that. And Vivian Vivian told me like she looked me in the eyes on the second round and said I'm going to get a hundred here and there's nothing you can do about it. And I told her like, no, you're not, you're not going to get a hundred. And then did we did it. And well, the last frame she had 90, she had 96, oh, she had 96. And I'm like, she's like, I got this. And she bowls one and three get knocked over. She's got one left, but it's like a really easy Ooh, shot. Yeah, yeah. And she gutters it. No, and I start fucking no, screaming. No. I was like jumping up and down, like on the table. Like I was so happy. Oh, that sucks. It was one of the so funniest things. Her. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was I was screeching. <laughs> God, I've not been bullying him forever. That's fun. It's, it's very fun. Yeah. yeah. But Gus Gus was like he, he was just so in his own head that he was just like gutter, 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 just after like a couple of <laughs> Yeah, let's well, I mean, to be fair, he was probably dealing with like the blood loss also from like his penis being torn off by the bullying yeah, ball. The, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his Balance was shifted. Yeah, yeah. It's just center of gravity was... Center of gravity on account of the stolen penis. It's not bad sized from the the context clues I've gotten. From the context clues? Yeah. (laughs) This this bitch was doing like... This bitch was like... I was doing some Sherlock Holmes Got a protractor when she was in Boston and was like measuring the outline of his pants. I mean... No, I have my Deus Ex, my Deus Ex, like fucking upgrades for sure. Yeah, um, you were you were looking at you were looking at yeah. the pants length and and hearing context clues or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, are yeah, we ready? To record? I definitely was. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not denying. Right. Yeah. No, all right. I know okay. you're not denying. Um, no, I'm I'm on that pervert shit for real. Three, yeah. two.